بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد Respected elders, dear brothers and sisters, my young friends, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the universe, our Rabb, our Lord, our sustainer, our creator, our ultimate protector, our ultimate provider. We begin by sending peace and salutations upon his beloved messenger, Muhammad the son of Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. I hope and pray that you and your family are doing well under the circumstances and enjoying the warmer weather and the flowers and the, 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 uh, the plants that are starting to uh, show up and give us hope. Alhamdulillah. As we get closer to the month of Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, we are seeing some positive signs. Uh, locally, at least. But my brothers and sisters, it is important to continue doing what we have been doing, physically and spiritually. The gates of mercy are about to be opened in a week, inshallah. So let us keep trying hard and keep being positive and cautiously optimistic, inshallah. You see, once again, this is a reminder to us that no one, no one, absolutely no one can dictate anything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who dictates and decrees. See, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says regarding himself that لا يُسْأَلُ عَمَّا يَفْعَلُ وَهُمْ يُسْأَلُونَ That he cannot be questioned about what he does. But they will all be questioned. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot be questioned. No one can question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about what he does and what he decrees, but it's the other way around. But they will all, meaning all of us, every single human being, will be questioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, you know, a month, two months ago, none of us knew, nobody knew that we would still be, or that first of all, that we would be in the situation that we are in today, and that we would still be in the situation a month later with only a week to go. So yeah, I mean, when this started, Right. We never we didn't know that we would still be in this situation with only a week to go till the blessed month of Ramadan. And you know, as time goes on, subhanAllah, the impacts of the shutdown uh, and this crisis continue to multiply as well. And alhamdulillah, while the government has been helping, and you know, we should be very uh, grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thankful to all of those who have been helping, because subhanAllah, what you know, we are being offered in terms of assistance and the facilities that are available to us. This is available in very few countries around the world. So we should count ourselves as being blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should be grateful to Allah azza wa jal and we should be thankful to those who are offering assistance. But the reality is that there is only so much that the government can do. And it is better for us you know, that if that we recognize the reality and prepare for it mentally. So sometimes there are things which potentially we are facing. And sometimes, you know, we think perhaps it is better that if we don't know about it until it happens. 
But the reality is that it is better for us to recognize the reality and prepare for it mentally. And the reality is that the cost of this crisis will likely be very high in terms of finances, in terms of mental well-being, effects on relationships and homes, subhanAllah, in many other ways. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. As far as finances are concerned today, there are likely three types of people. So first, those who income, those whose incomes have dropped severely and significantly. Secondly, those whose incomes have been impacted, but they're still able to manage. And thirdly, those whose incomes have not been impacted or perhaps have even gone up. The reality though, my brothers and sisters, is that regardless of the situation, almost everyone is facing some level of financial uncertainty and anxiety. SubhanAllah, I remember reading from someone who has been living in poverty for some time. And they wrote that they are already used to rationing and being careful with their money. But that this is probably a challenge for many people who are new to this, who are not used to doing this. And my brothers and sisters, this is a reminder once again of how little control we have. You know, we like to think that we earn from our own effort and our skills, that we studied, that we made the effort, that we established our businesses, that we improved our skills and got the jobs that we have or that we had. But in reality, it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who makes it happen. And He can change it in a moment if He wishes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَوَلَمْ يَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَبْسُطُ الرِّزْقَ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَقْدِرُ Do they not know that Allah gives abundant or limited provisions to whoever He wills? إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يُؤْمِنُونَ Surely in this are signs for people who believe. So this too is a sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a sign for the believers that Allah azza wa jal gives abundantly to some and limits provisions for others. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best as to why he chooses to do that. And we learn from other sources, from other in other places, from prophetic guidance, that sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perhaps restricts risk and sustenance for a person because what we what they would have done otherwise if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had opened his sustenance for them would have been more harmful to them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls it at the source, restricts it at the source so that they don't end up harming themselves. SubhanAllah. Now it may be tempting at this time, my brothers and sisters, to resort to perhaps unethical or dishonest behavior. So let us remember that the Prophet ﷺ said that man minna, that the one who cheats is not from us, is not from amongst us. So cheating, my brothers and sisters, we already know this, but just as a reminder for myself and for us all, that cheating is something which is impermissible and is extremely displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us remember then, my brothers and sisters, that whether it's making a false declaration on a form to get government support that we don't qualify for, or whether it's monopolistic behavior that takes advantage of people's desperation and their needs, the benefit of earning from haram means, the benefit of earning from impermissible and haram means are short-lived. Because haram earnings, impermissible earnings will perish sooner or later.
and there will be accountability. And subhanAllah, it is not worth it. It's just not worth it. Now, you may really find yourself in a dire situation. And in that case, it is better to seek halal help instead of resorting to haram. Of course, if you qualify for a government program, for government assistance, for a benefit that is being provided to everyone, and you qualify and you make a correct and truthful declaration and that it, and the application is approved, then alhamdulillah, you are fully allowed to take advantage of that assistance or that benefit. But once you seek help, especially from others, after all halal options have been exhausted, for example, cutting costs, using one's savings, selling unnecessary items, downgrading, using one's skills to earn a halal income, even if it means stepping away from one's usual, usual profession or trade. Sometimes we find ourselves in a difficult situation and we don't want to take upon halal ways, which we are not used to for gaining halal sustenance and income. And this should not be the case. Before we ask others, we should be willing to do everything possible, everything that is permissible, everything that is allowed legally and Islamically to bring in a halal income. And if a person is not able to do that, or if that is not enough for them, then certainly it is permissible for them to seek assistance. Most investments have also been hit hard. And once again, it's a reminder, my brothers and sisters, that our wealth truly is that which we have already used in a halal manner or that we have given in charity. Once again, it's a reminder that our wealth truly is that which we have already used in a halal manner or that we have given in charity. The rest is just with us temporarily and must go one day. It must go one day, sooner or later. So don't lament its loss too much. Mutarrif, rahmatullahi alayhi, reported on the authority of his father that I came to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as he was reciting Al-Hakumut-Takathur, So he was reciting, the Prophet ﷺ was reciting Al-Hakumut-Takathur, meaning that abundance diverts you, distracts you. So the Prophet ﷺ said that Yaqul ibn Adam, Mali, Mali, that the son of Adam, meaning the human being, claims my wealth, my wealth, Mali, Mali, my wealth, my wealth. And the Prophet ﷺ said, he said that, O son of Adam, is there anything as your belonging except that which you consumed or which you utilized or which you wore and then it was worn out or you gave us charity and sent it forward? Is there anything as your belonging except that? So that which you have consumed, that was yours. Which you utilized, that was yours. Which you wore and then it was worn out, meaning clothing, that was yours. Or you gave us charity and sent it forward. That is yours. Apart from that, nothing else is actually yours. And brothers and sisters, let us think of all the days that Allah provided for us and kept blessing us. And indeed, He continues to do so in many different ways. Now, for a few days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may have decided to test us. So while it may be very hard, let us accept this test with an open heart and realize that just as the provisions without difficulty were a test, provisions with difficulty are also a test. 
when we are blessed and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the gates of his mercy, his blessings, his rahmah, his provisions for us, that is also a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal may have decided that now is the time to test us the other way with some difficulty. So let us continue to move forward with hope and with taqwa. Exercise taqwa, piety, and mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Increase your dhikr, especially your istighfar. And insha'Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors and provide from unimaginable places. It may not happen right away, but our response to it at this moment is what matters most. There's a beautiful, very powerful hadith qudsi, meaning the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala related through the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ibadi, O my servants. It's a longer hadith, but I'll just give you two lines. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ibadi, O my servants. So he's talking to us. Kullukum ja'i'un illa man at'amta. Subhanallah. All of you are hungry. All of you are hungry. Except those whom I have fed. Or except those whom I feed. Fastat'imuni at'imkum. So seek food from me and I shall feed you. Seek food from me and I shall feed you. Ya ibadi, kullukum aarin illa man kasauta. Oh my servants, all of you are unclothed. All of you are unclothed except those whom I have clothed. Fastaksuni aksukum. So seek clothing from me and I shall clothe you. Now, brothers and sisters, let us also reflect upon what lessons can be learned with regards to our spending choices and our habits. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Hud, وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا وَيَعْلَمُ مُسْتَقَرَّهَا وَمُسْتَوْدَعَهَا كُلٌّ فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, there is no moving creature on earth. Subhanallah. There is no moving creature on earth whose provision is not guaranteed by Allah, whose provision is not upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he knows where it lives and where it is laid to rest. All is written in a perfect record. Subhanallah. There is no moving creature on earth whose provision is not guaranteed by Allah, and he knows where it lives and where it is laid to rest, all is written in a perfect record. And subhanAllah, some of the scholars, you know, we, we read the example of a, a tiny ant found on the heights of the mountains, all the way on top, with no visible source of sustenance, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sustaining that ant as well. Every single living creature, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has arranged his sustenance, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing that sustenance. But one reflection, one thought that came to mind, subhanAllah, that perhaps Allah is providing for us, because certainly the, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are 100% true. So perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing for us what is destined for us, and how much is best for us. But we perhaps have decided to overspend and stretch ourselves thin. So the risk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there as Allah has decreed in the amount that Allah has willed that perhaps we have gone beyond. Perhaps we have overspent or taken upon too much debt upon ourselves, taken upon too many 
responsibilities or, or too many expenditures so that that risk that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written for us that is best for us is actually appearing not to be enough for us. Or perhaps we have become a means of usurping the risk, the sustenance that was destined for others and then leaving them hungry as a result. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. But may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open the doors of halal sustenance for us all. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. Our brothers and sisters, along with the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, along with the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, along with trying to do our best to manage our finances and our situation, let us also give in charity regularly, even if it is a little bit, as we learn from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the most beloved of actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those that are regular. Right? Are those that are regular. Even if even if they are a little bit. So let us try to give regularly in charity, inshallah, even if it is a little bit. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors for you and will remove hardships. Inshallah ta'ala. Once again, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open the floodgates of halal sustenance for all of his servants, for all of his creation. Ya Rabbana, Rabbil Alameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this time easy for us all, especially, especially those who are truly struggling. There are brothers and sisters, perhaps even in our own communities, that are truly struggling, but perhaps they don't want to show it to others. So be on the lookout for one another, care for one another, make dua for one another, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens this door, these doors of mercy and, and, and halal sustenance for all of those who are struggling. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. My brothers and sisters, next week at this time, we will most likely be fasting. Many of us, those who are able to do so, will be fasting on the first day of Ramadan. And of course, all of us, including those who are not able to fast, inshallah, will be trying to do our utmost to take advantage of most likely, which will be the first day of the blessed month. My brothers and sisters, let us think of Ramadan as a lifeline during this crisis. A lifeline during this crisis, an opportunity to climb out of this challenging situation and to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not just for Ramadan, but for good, inshallah. You know, I often like to say that the month of Ramadan comes, and you've probably heard me say this before, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable me to act upon what I say as well, that, you know, when the month of Ramadan comes, it is an opportunity to get ahead. But it's important that we don't back up. Because if a person goes forward in the month of Ramadan, but then backs up just as much or even more after Ramadan is over, then are they really progressing? Are they getting anywhere? Are they getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Naturally, when Ramadan is over, there will be some backing up perhaps. There, will, there may be some you know, elements of, of, of weakness that comes in, some sin that comes into our lives. But overall, year to year, year after year, we should be aiming to use Ramadan as a stepping stone to get closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not just an, an opportunity of just 30, 29 days to move forward and then to come back. This should not be our approach. Our intention and our vision should be that every Ramadan is better than the previous one, as much as possible. At the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gives tawfiq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who guides. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who, who is the one who enables us to do good. But our intention and our desire should be that, Ya Allah, every, every Ramadan, I want to get closer to you. I want to improve and get better every Ramadan. 
so that over my lifetime of 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years, every single Ramadan is, is one that brings me closer to you, Ya Rabbul Alameen. So that at the end, whenever you have destined my last Ramadan to be, that is my best Ramadan in which I am the closest to you. And that stage of my life is the best stage of life for me, meaning the one in which I am the most spiritual, the most closest to you, and feeling your love, your mercy, and your closeness. I mean, Ya Rabbul Alameen. So my brothers and sisters, there is no question that this Ramadan will probably be like none other that most of us have ever witnessed. But again, in that too, my brothers and sisters, will be a lesson and a hidden mercy for us, inshallah. We should always think positively about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should always have good hopes with Allah regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That does not mean that we should be reckless. It does not mean that we should be careless in our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should love Allah. We should have hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, while trying to do everything right to the best of our ability, while trying to improve ourselves. So have good hopes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be positive, inshallah. And we will be discussing uh, Ramadan in the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, tomorrow, Saturday night um, at 8.15 p.m., inshallah, after Salat al-Maghrib. Uh, so please do join us at kanadamuslims.ca slash live or on the KMA Canada Muslims YouTube channel, inshallah. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant to take us uh, uh, to the month of Ramadan and give us an opportunity to witness it, inshallah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said regarding the month of Ramadan when it came that Ataakum Ramadan Shahrum Mubarak, that there has come to you Ramadan, a blessed month, a blessed month. Faradullahu Azza wa Jalla alaykum sayyama, that in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enjoined for you the fasting. And the Prophet ﷺ went on to say, during which the gates of Jannah, of Rahmah, of, of heaven are opened and the gates of the hellfire are closed and the rebellious devils are chained up and in it there is a night which is better than a thousand months. A night which is better than a thousand months, of course referring to uh, Laylatul Qadr. And whoever is deprived of its goodness, whoever is deprived of his of its goodness, man harim, that whoever indeed is deprived of its goodness is indeed deprived. So, my brothers and sisters, let us prepare mentally, physically, spiritually, so that we make the best of Ramadan to ensure that we are not deprived of its goodness, so that we are in the best state to welcome the month of Ramadan, so that we are in, in with the purest of hearts, having forgiven others, having clear hearts towards others, having positive thoughts positive feelings, inshallah, as we get ready to welcome this special guest of the month of Ramadan. Before I end, my brothers and sisters, I'd like to once again share two more quick, powerful du'as with you, inshallah, and uh, I will post them online as well on uh, on Facebook and on WhatsApp, inshallah, and please remind me if I forget. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma reported that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would say at a time of distress. So when the Prophet sallallahu wasallam was distressed, he would say, La ilaha illallahul alimul halim. La ilaha illallahul alimul halim. La ilaha illallahu rabbul arshil azim. La ilaha illallahu rabbul samawati wa rabbul ardi rabbul arshil kareem. That there is no God but Allah, the all-knowing, the forbearing. There is no God but Allah, Lord of the great throne. There is no God but Allah, Lord of the heavens, the earth, and the noble throne. So the Prophet وسلم, would recite this when he was in distress. So my brothers and sisters, if we find ourselves distressed 
especially during this situation, let us resort to this practice of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. La ilaha illallahu alim al halim. La ilaha illallahu rabbul arsh al azim. La ilaha illallahu rabbul samawati wa rabbul ardi wa rabbul arsh al kareem. So that was the first one. Secondly, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It is related by Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu that if any distress befell the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he would say, Ya hayyu ya qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith. Ya hayyu ya qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith. That, O oh, living, O oh, sustaining, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in your mercy I seek relief. Ya hayyu ya qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith. I will end as I usually do Allah with this reminder Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and whoever is mindful of Allah he will make a way out for them and he will provide from them for them from sources that they could never imagine and whoever puts their trust in Allah then he alone is sufficient for them. Inna Allaha baligh amri. Certainly Allah achieves His will. Qad jaal Allahu likulli shayin qadra. Allah has already set a destiny for everything. So we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, O Allah, all praise is for You. We thank You with our hearts. O Allah, we thank You with our minds. O Allah, we thank You with our tongues. O Allah, we thank You with every limb of our bodies. For all of your blessings and favors, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Oh Allah, we can never thank you enough for all of your flavors and your favors and your blessings, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Oh Allah, please count us from amongst the grateful from the Shakirin, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Oh Allah, we have wronged ourselves. Rabbana Dhuramna Anfusana. Oh Allah, we have wronged ourselves. And if you do not forgive us, if you do not have mercy for us, then indeed we will be from amongst the losers. So oh Allah, please forgive us. O oh Allah, please have mercy upon us, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. O oh Allah, we are your weak sinning servants, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, we are weak, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, we have thought, we thought that we were strong, but Ya Allah, we are indeed weak, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, indeed we have sinned. O oh Allah, indeed we have gone against your commands and the guidance of your beloved Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Allah, please forgive us and guide us, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, please make us the way you want us to be, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, please grant us another opportunity to witness the blessed month of Ramadan, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, make it the best Ramadan for us, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, please grant us strength and bring us closer to you, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, please guide us to that which pleases you most and grant us the best return to you whenever it has been decreed for us, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, please open the gates of halal sustenance for us and for all of your faithful servants and your creation, Ya Rabbal Alameen. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, you are the most merciful. O oh Allah, you are the cure. O oh Allah, please cure all of our brothers and sisters who are ill. O oh Allah, especially our elder sister who has cancer. O oh Allah, our, bro our, our brother Saud Alam who is undergoing cancer treatment. O oh Allah, our brother Dr. Habibur Rahman who is in advanced stages of colon cancer. O oh Allah, our brother and sister who are suffering from long-term pain and injuries locally in our community, Ya Rabbul Alameen. And all of those who are ill, who are at risk of becoming ill. O oh Allah, you are the protector. O oh Allah, you are the healer. O oh Allah, you are the one who grants cures. 
Oh Allah, please grant them a speedy recovery and protect them from all illnesses and pain and suffering, Ya Rabbal Alameen, Ya Rahman Rahimeen. Oh Allah, protect us and all of our fellow human beings, especially the health professionals, the first responders, the store workers, the aid workers. Oh Allah, all others who are going out on the front lines to serve us. Oh Allah, please protect them, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Oh Allah, please grant relief to all of those who are in pain. Oh Allah, all of those who are in grief facing stress and anxiety. Oh Allah, please replace all of that with happiness and peace and joy and health, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa sallim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wal aqibatu lil muttaqeen. Allahumma radhi'an falafaih rashidin. Wa anis sahabati wa tabi'een. Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin. Allahumma khfir li hayyina wa mayyitina wa shahidina wa ghaibina. Wa saghirina wa kabirina wa dhakarina wa unthana. Allahumma man ahiytahu minna fahihi ala l-islam. Wa man tawaffaytahu minna fatawaffahu ala l-iman ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma anta rabbuna la إله إلا أنت خلقتنا ونحن عبيدك ونحن على عهدك ووعدك ما استطعنا نعوذ بك من شر ما صنعنا نبوء لك بنعمتك علينا ونبوء بذنوبنا فاغفر لنا إنه لا يغفر الذنوب إلا أنت يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أسبغ علينا لباس الصحة والعافية وجعلها عونا لنا على طاعتك ومرضاتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك العفة والعافية والمعافة دائمة في ديننا وفي الدنيا وفي الآخرة يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارفع عنا هذا الوباء وهذا البلاء يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظنا من بين أيدينا ومن خلفنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم نحن الفقراء إليك وأنت الغني عنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارفع اللهم ارحم ضعفنا واجبر كسرنا وتولى أمرنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم لا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم سلمنا وسلم منا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اجعلنا من كل ضيق مخرجا ومن كل هم فرجا ومن كل بلاء عافية يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آمن روعاتنا واستر عوراتنا وأصلح نياتنا وذرياتنا وأحسن خواتمنا وأحسن خواتمنا واحفظنا من بين عيدينا ومن خلفنا وعن إيماننا وعن شمائلنا ومن فوقنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك علم نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا حلالا واسعا ولسانا ذاكرا وقلبا خاشعا ويقينا صادقا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم ربنا هملنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم إنا نسألك فعل الخيرات وترك المنكرات وحب المساكين اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من قلب لا يخشع ودعاء لا يسمع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن علم لا ينفع اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من زوال نعمتك وتحول عافيتك وفجاء نقمتك وجميع سخطك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن والعجز والكسل والبخل والجبن وضلع الدين وغلبة الرجال اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك واغننا بفضلك عن من سواك اللهم ارزقنا قبل الموت توبة 
وعند الموت شهادة وبعد الموت جنة اللهم ارزقنا حسن القاتمة اللهم ارزقنا حسن القاتمة يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين أمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف الرحيم اللهم حر المسجونين المظلومين خصوصا في بلاد المسلمين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم ألف بين قلوب المسلمين ووحد صفوفهم وأصلح قادتهم واجمع كلمتهم للحق يا رب العالمين اللهم أصلح حوال المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم حرر فلسطين والمسجد الأقصى يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم احفظ وانصر إخواننا وأخواتنا في كل مكان خصوصا في بورما وفي فلسطين وفي الصين وفي كشمير وفي الهند وفي سريلانكا وفي سوريا وفي العراق وفي اليمن وفي سومال وفي أفغانستان وفي كل مكان اللهم انصر المستضعفين في كل مكان وحقق لهم النصر والفتح المبين يا رحم الراحمين اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم واقم الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you, my brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you and your loved ones. Jazakumullahu khaira for your love and your first, for your support and for joining us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our gathering. Please go ahead and pray for rakah of dhuhr at home, inshallah. Or if there are four, at least four Islamically mature males, you can have your own Jum'ah Salah if you wish, but you do not have to. Instructions on our website at kanadamuslims.ca. Um, inshallah, see you tonight for Children's Circle at 8.15 p.m. Insha'Allah, um, getting ready for Ramadan tomorrow, Saturday at uh, Insha'Allah 8:15. Also, we will be having our second session of refresh for Ramadan. Once again, CanadaMuslims.ca/live is where you can find information on all of our programming. Jazakumullah khaira. May Allah subhanahu wa taala bless you all. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.